Hello and welcome to the Fishing Guide Podcast. Hot topic, hot, hotter than what the weather is right now. We are talking about forward-facing technology. And we happen to have, actually have three very bright, good, strong anglers here that are going to talk about forward-facing technology, what they think about it, how, they, how they're dealing with it, and how they're going to deal with it come their tournament circuit that's just getting ready to start. So the University of Arkansas Bass Club's here, and they are going to talk about it. So we'll just start with you, Hunter. What do you think about forward-facing technology? Man, it's been a it's been a big change in the bass fishing world. Uh, when I first started bass fishing just a few years ago, you know, I didn't have I didn't have it. Had no clue. Had no right. clue what it was. You know, and here recently, you know, ever since you know that start things started being, you know, publicized more. You know, of the active target and the you know the live scope and everything right. else. You know, it's been a big deal. And uh, I actually got mine a couple years ago and started learning on it and man i mean the strides you know the difference it makes between having it and not having it it's just it's insane right. i mean it's crazy hunter or brooks tell us how many guys do you think are are anglers on your team have that half of them i would say at most half you know uh-huh. it's it's kind of a you know it's an expensive thing to get into especially as a as a college angler uh, right you know we have a couple sponsorships and stuff that can help us out with that but you know, as far as as far as getting fully into all that technology, it's it's kind of tough for the average college angler, right? And so it takes us to Mason. Mason, you have it on your boat? Yes, we do. You do? Yes, sir. Yeah. And so, um, do you use it? Are you a big a believer? Lot, a lot. You uh, you learn a lot when you're looking at it all day. You're like, if you're using it and you're watching them, you'll see them. You'll you'll learn how they react. Yeah. So Hunter, you have the most experience. Right, yeah, of I'd the say guys, yeah. I, I've learned uh, learned quite a bit. I've got a couple buddies in uh, in Huntsville. Uh, and you probably know Travis Harriman. Yeah, you Travis. Know, he's a big, yeah, uh, he's a big uh, big influence in the in right. the forward facing sonar deal. So uh, I've learned a lot from him and and some other guys. You know, on that and how to use it. And right. I've gotten pretty good, I'd say, at it in the last you know probably eight months. Uh, really, this last winter, I really got honed in on it and uh, how to get you know stingy fish to bite. Right. And even even here in the summertime, I mean, I've been using it for the last, I think I've won all my tournament money on the, this year. So, You think it's do or die? At certain times, I think you can do without it. Um, right. I'd say 95% of the time anymore, it's going to take, uh, it's going to take forward facing sonar to do pretty well in some of these tournaments. Um, like I said, me and Brooks, we fished the Booger County deal and uh, I'm actually with my uncle this year fishing that. And uh-huh. uh, I think the first four tournaments of the year so that started in february and about till april or may all those tournaments were won on uh on uh forward facing sonar we won we won one of them and placed second in three other tournaments in those first four and they were all using forward facing sonar so we know is it do or die though mason seriously you're a shallow water guy if you fall out of the boat and your knees get wet you're too deep right yeah no that's uh it is, it is and it isn't do or die. I mean, I won a tournament at Millwood last year, and uh, we pulled down and picked the trolling motor up and didn't move. <laughs> Caught oh. 20 pounds. So it's stuff like right. that. Like, when you, like I've grown up throwing shallow. I've been a shallow guy. But when you can take it at these areas that are not as shallow as Millwood, as swampy reservoir, right. you can you can learn more. You can sit back and like, okay, 
where are they? If you if you you know you're catching them shallow, but how are you catching them shallow? That's the thing you're learning. Uh huh. So, so you don't think it's do or die? Up here, yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> if you're you're at uh if you're in these highland reservoirs, you're you're losing. How about down on the river there? <sighs> Depends if there's flow. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And, uh, what happens in the summers? You run into a lot of no flow and. Uh-huh. You can still catch them shallow, especially when you're getting later in the year. That bait gets up. You can go chase the bait, and you'll catch fish. Right. But uh, when it, when they'll uh, back off them jetties, you you can sit back and look for them. And it's uh, it's learning that part that you didn't know about until the forward facing stuff came out that uh-huh. you're like, oh, they're out here. <laughs> it's like. Right. So. You think that's opening up the bank, though? I mean, the guys are all out there pinging away and uh, – Depends on how stingy it is. <laughs> how stingy it is. Yeah, no, they'll be in the grass. Um, there's always fish up shallow. There's always fish up shallow. But uh-huh. it's just the numbers. How many are up shallow and how many, like, how many are you going by? If you don't have very many fish up shallow and you're not catching all of them and these guys are out here with more fish out deep and they can right. see them, and they know, hey, how is this fish biting? That's the difference that's, that you run into. So. And Brooks, have you used it to uh, locate fish? Pre-fishing? We have. We have, we've used it a okay. lot, locating fish pre-fishing, you know, getting on some brush piles here and there. Uh, we use it a lot at Dardanelle pre-fishing. Right. Uh, even though it's kind of a shallower shallower lake, uh, we use it a lot. And and give us an example down on the river there, how you're using it. We'll roll up to, you know, maybe a deeper, a little bit deeper pocket and uh, look around for a little, maybe some submerged brush or some submerged, um, you know, standing timber and stuff like that and we'll look for because you know down there you know especially in the college tournament there's a lot of people beating the bank i mean they will beat the bank up pre-fishing right. day of the tournament it all so you have to. so you see mason you know he's gone five miles down the bank right <laughs> yeah. is that what the deal is it, it's kind of it's kind of like that you know i mean you, when you get 250 plus boats and uh-huh. like i like we said before you know not all of them have forward-facing sonar or any any sort of technology for right. that matter uh you get a lot of guys beating the bank Especially down there, especially in October, you know, usually there's a couple tournaments in October and I mean, that place gets beat up. So you, you have to, you know, you have to uh, expand what you can do and uh, go, go looking where no one else is looking. All right. Hunter, should they ban forward facing technology? I think as far as it's already came, I don't think they can. I don't, I don't know if they can or not. Um, I don't think so. I mean, I think, like I said, for me, it's been revolutionary as far as my fishing experience. You know, I've not as far as just numbers go, but quality of fish, you know, being uh-huh. able to see the kind of quality of fish that you're fishing for, you know, that's a big game changer for me. And right. uh, and I've caught, like I said, a ton of fish off of it in the last year and a half or two. And uh, so I don't know how to – I think that's a pretty controversial thing, you know. I think a lot of people kind of teeter on that a little bit. You know, some people want to ban it. Other people don't because they like it so much. I'm kind of in the middle. I mean, I like it, but I think it does create an unfair advantage for people that do have it versus the people that don't right. have it. Maybe that's more in college where, where you know, you're still – you don't have a job or you don't have the money or the backing to go out and get it. Brooks, what do you think? Forward facing? Thumbs up, thumbs down. <laughs> did you grow up playing video games? I did grow up playing video games. So do you right? think that's just something that, you know, your 
you're just changing like here it is and you know instead of that game you're going on to that next game like, I, I think it makes it easier to pick up and and makes it easier to to uh appreciate what it is but you know like i do have a little bit of as young as i am i do got have a little bit of old school blood in me so right. I, I appreciate just going out and fishing and stuff like that so i'm kind of kind of thumbs in the middle there on forward facing right. sonar and, and other technology for fishing all right mason frogger or not <laughs> oh man so or is that too far back oh no 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 it's, all right i like right. i like my frogs um no it uh you got sometimes when you think about it you're like especially up in these highland reservoirs no one fish for these fish they're fishing for it's like unless you're fishing for striper and you're trolling you're not they're chasing fish that no one's ever really fished for. Right. So these like, are suspended fish. Exactly. And uh-huh. you even like the the roamers and stuff like that. You have these highland reservoirs, Beaver, Table Rock, Bull, Norfolk, Greers, even Washita does it. It's 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 you realize that hey, there's a lot more fish, but we were never fishing for them. So like at the end of the day, yes, they're catching more fish and they're staring at their screens all day, but the only really other people who figured out how to do this for mainly like the Canadians using the 2D when Gussie did right. all that stuff. Uh-huh. He was he did that with 2D before we even had LiveScope. He was doing the whole Domeki rig before even LiveScope came out. So it's those guys had it figured out. The 2D, I mean, we, we've always fished brush piles, but it's these fish out here that you've never fished before. I'm like, right. you can't get mad about it. Like you never even knew they were there half the time. So it's like, right. I didn't even know they were there. And then now you're sitting back and you're looking, you're like, Okay, <laughs> we're gonna figure these guys out, but it's that new group of fish that we haven't seen before that haven't been beat to death right by everyone forever that those that's those are the game changers, and I think that's it makes that's what makes forward phasing sonar what they say a little easier, but you still gotta catch them it's right you still gotta be accurate, you still gotta figure out what what fish it is basically, I think, and they no one said Aaron Martins yet, but they should say Aaron Martins. Aaron Martins was beating everyone yeah. by using two d sonar technology. That's how he was like basically you could say whooping on everyone because I you know probably in Aaron's mind, I know Aaron, probably in his mind, he's since seeing like lines, he was probably seeing fish. Because that's he lived offshore and stuff, and I think he would be like he would be. This is awesome. This is like, and he would be like he's still fishing. He would be phenomenal at it. He would have been ahead of the, everyone on that curve because he already was placing on that. Yeah, for sure. So you have forward-facing technology. What are you going to cast to see? What's your favorite lure to cast to see when you're when you're fishing it? And yeah, and cool. and the question is also uh, do they allow um Alabama rigs in some of your tournaments? They do or they don't? I think they do for yeah. most of every tournament uh, that we have. Collegiate um, bass will, bass won't. I, uh, MLF it's it will based on the state rules. Yeah. Okay. So um, like Missouri be 3 all right, 3 hooks. Three hooks you know? Yep. Yeah. All right. So what's what's the lure? What's the lure of your choice? We'll let everyone answer this. So my winter time, my go to is is the the Demiki rig. I mean, oh, uh, all right. uh, you know, a little VMC uh, Moon Eye jig head, three uh-huh. eighths ounce, three eighths ounce to half ounce, and some sort of you know shad shape, uh, you know, four three inch, you know, just a shad looking. Uh, whether it be a swim bait, I kind of swap between a swim bait and a straight tail um, right. bait on there. Um, as far as the wintertime goes, summertime, it's always, uh, it's always a big worm. 
I'm, I'm big oh, really? on brush piles. Yep. Like 10 inch worm? Yeah, 10, 10 or 12 inch. I really got in the 12 inch worm this summer. Um, really, really hammered them. It's a little intimidating throwing it, but uh, big fish love it. You know, we could go in the fishing closet and get you out some 15 inch coach whips by hey, cream lures. You'd I, probably like that. Oh, dude, I wouldn't be afraid to try it. For sure. There you go. For sure. Yeah, I know someone who won a big tournament on Toledo Bend recently on a big coach whip. Yeah. What would you throw, Brooks, if you had a, if you had your opportunity to fish and really see them and, and catch them using it? Oh, the first thing I've always picked up is a little 2.8-inch Kitek. Right. Uh, fat impact with a quarter-ounce head probably, and that's right. pretty much year-round. And then in the summertime, we, we like to throw the big worms the on big the brush worms. pile stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> You can't get away from them. They're from Huntsville. They, <laughs> they're going to throw a big plastic worm. That's right. Mason, how about you? Well, I guess I got three that I would throw. All right. And it's a shaky head. Right. It's a, uh, probably a young dinger on the back. Mm, okay. Uh, drop shot with a straight tail worm and a um, crankbait. Because I like, I can watch them. I'll watch them chase the crankbait and then go back in with the other two. Right. But, yeah. Is that because you're down in the river? You like the river? And- yeah, I can. You can follow. You can you can see how they react to certain baits, and you can get back up in there with the other slower baits. And uh, yeah, like even the deep stuff. I'll fish brush piles with the with the drop shot, especially because right. can, I can see what's in the pile and like oh, well, <laughs> we gonna we gonna pick them apart. But all right, so uh, you found your you found your favorite lure. Can you always get them to bite? Because apparently. Everyone that I, I'm starting to listen to, they say that y'all catch every fish with forward-facing technology. Everyone you see, you catch. I wouldn't say everyone, but there's a <laughs> there's a there's a pretty good percentage that I I've been really stingy as far as trying to figure them out and figure out why fish won't buy at certain times. Uh-huh. And sometimes, I mean, it's it's pretty apparent that you're just not going to get a fish to buy it. But I have had uh, several opportunities to catch fish where I thought, you know, there's no way I'm getting a bite. And then throw it, you know, work your bait a little differently, hit them from a different angle, and they end up biting. So I think it's the forward-facing deal has definitely taught me a little bit on on as far as uh, making different casts and working right. your bait different to get, you know, trigger some different bites. Yep. Do you think it'll, it's going to be here forever, Brooks? It's not going away? It's it not won't going be away. banned? And it's only going to get more improved. It's It's yeah. not going away. It's only going to advance, so – like anything else won't be a problem will it will it mason i wouldn't say it'd be a problem but the fish will get smarter we just got to get smarter like you know like yeah up here we're so far from these fish because you can chase them down up here and you'll catch them but i mean i've only done that a handful of times because i like this other stuff the shot stuff but right. you look up there and i've seen it myself you, they know what it is the fish know and they they've realized that hey when this is when i feel like this I got to go because something's chasing me, but it's, it's, I mean, not, it, the only thing it will change is how the fish act. And then we got to learn again. Okay. Now what do we need to do to catch them again? Right. But, so, um, topo maps, do you guys study topo maps oh, or for not? Sure, for sure. Topo maps are a big deal, especially, especially in the, uh, the winter time, finding them, uh, okay. Find the right areas to find the bait fish where you find the bait fish. You'll find the, you'll find the big fish. In the wintertime. Yep. And then from there, you can use that forward-facing sonar. Catch them up. There you go. So. Catch them up. There you have it. College kids. Kids that have, I'll say kids because I'm old. Some youth anglers that uh, 
had electronics when they were growing up. And so, you know, it's, it's one of those topics. I don't think it'll go away very fast, but we'll see what happens. That take us to Tackle Time. Tackle Times is not sponsored by any electronics company. It's sponsored by Pico Lures that makes a complete line of hard and soft baits. Anything you need to go catch fish with, they make it for everything from uh, crappie baits. They have um, iScope jig heads that are made uh, with an aspirin shaped head so you can see the jig better. And that's what a lot of those Demiki rig guys are actually sneaking out and using those um, those jigs because of how Mitch makes them with the reflective, uh, uh, the eye in it is metal, so it actually shows up a little better. But you can check that out online at picolures.com. Hey, if they want to become a sponsor of uh, the Bass Club, University of Arkansas Bass Club, how would they do that? Yeah, for sure. Uh, you can hit us up on our email, uh, bassteam at uark.edu. Or you can hit us up on our socials. We have a Facebook and an Instagram. Um, that's at U Arkansas Fishing. Um, so just hit us up, shoot us a DM, or shoot us an email. There you go. Hey, if, if they get enough money from every donation, then everyone could have forward-facing technology on their boat, right? It'd be a stretch, but someone have to have some deep to. pockets to do <laughs> sure, that. Yeah, for sure. Pretty awesome deal. So, uh, like I always like to end the show, make sure you keep your hooks sharp and your lures in the water.